Welcome into the Grace One Daily Podcast. My name is Jeremiah Johnson. Thank you for joining us on this special 12 podcast of Christmas episode edition. That's right. I'm going to bring you 12 podcasts built around the Christmas season with Christmas words, etc. We're going to ha- try and have a little bit of fun, okay? So Merry Christmas to you from the Grace Point Daily Podcast. We exist to bring you daily encouragement for your daily walk with Christ. So check it out. You can check us out on Spotify, Apple iTunes, Anchor, wherever that you listen to your podcast. Check out the Grace Point Daily Podcast and make it a regular part of your routine, right? All right. So I was thinking about Christmas, right? I'm always trying to put new spins, excitement on Christmas because I'm a pastor. I got to preach about it. I got to talk about when Christmas season rolls around. So now that I'm doing podcasting, I'm like, what am I going to do? It's Christmas. What are we going to talk about in this Christmas season on the Grace Point Daily Podcast? We have verse by verse with Rick Maynard. We have real life stories. We have Grace Point with Greg and Kelly, but uh, we also try and fill it up with some other content here and there. So today I want to talk about the 12 podcast of Christmas. And the first thing I want to talk about today is joy and having joy as a believer, joy as a follower of Jesus, and I guess especially joy in the midst of the Christmas crazy holiday season. So let me ask you, 2019 Christmas, do you have joy right now? Are you living out joy? Do you have joy in your life? Hey, I'm, I struggle with it. I don't always walk around this perfectly joyous person all the time, but I do recognize and realize that we should experience joy in Christmas. And we're going to see from the word of God that joy should be a part of a believer of a follower of Jesus's lifestyle, right? So let's talk about, let's just break it down real simply. Let's look at the definition of joy. All right. The emotion evoked by well-being, success, or good fortune, or by the prospect of possessing what one desires. That's 1A. 1B, the expression or exhibition of such emotion to a state of happiness or felicity. You feel in some felicity this holiday season. Number three from uh, the the dictionary is a source or cause of delight. And I think Jesus is a source or cause of delight, right? Uh, it's a definition of joy to experience great pleasure or delight. And so those are just of a few of the definitions of joy that you can find online if you Google joy. So we kind of know what joy is, right? Expression, a feeling, it's something that we have in our lives. So um, that's just a broad definition of joy. So then I started, I, I always like when we're talking about spiritual things, I like to get the world's take on things. I like to just get a secular perspective, you know, not the non-Jesus perspective, if you will. So I just went to uh, a website that I'm sure all of you frequent quite often. I know I do, actually I don't, but it's success. Com. How many of you listen to success.com on a regular basis? All right. Well, uh, maybe I should start in 2020. <laughs> All right. So I went to success.com and I just uh, looked up joy and I found one thing that says 11 simple ways to find joy in your everyday life. And let me just read through these. And then most importantly, we're going to get to the word of God, which really really tells us the secret to joy, all right? So number one, stop waiting to be happy. The good news is there's always a fresh, there's fresh opportunities to be happy. Imagine life like Grand Central Station where happy times arrive around the clock. Chances are the opportunity to be happy has already arrived. Sometimes it's in front of you. For whatever reason, you are unable to shift your focus to notice and appreciate it. Number two, add happiness to your life right now, all right? Can you see it? You live on a tropical island. 
You get up when you like and you do whatever you want. Some guy named Jeeves brings breakfast from a reclined position on your balcony. All you can see is the ocean in your feet. Ah, oh, the life of the young and the retired. So I just, I guess just imagine it. So pause. Can I pause on, I know it's audio. It's a, it's a podcast, but let me pause for a second. Yes, yes. I'm, I'm in Northwest Arkansas right now. I'm, I'm on my mountain bike and oh yes, I'm, I'm riding through the mountains of Arkansas and I pause to take an ice cold sip of my cold bubbly man do. All right. So I guess you can just imagine joy. Uh, and maybe there's some truth to that. I don't know. Number three, make self-care part of your routine. Uh, that's just a good point. Being able to make, take a moment for yourself in order to hit the reset button is something we all need to do every once in a while. But here's the thing, taking a time out to give yourself a moment of respite or relaxation or indulgence is only part of the battle. We carve out time for happy hour, but in the end, it ends up being less than happy because you're thinking about the last couple of emails you didn't get in order to be there. How can anyone binge watch Netflix stress-free while piles of dirty laundry lurking next to the TV? Can you really go to town on that box of salted caramels knowing you haven't been to the dentist in 18 months or when you still haven't ordered a wedding gift for your college roommate and it's been two years since the wedding? So uh, self-care. Number four, get in a joyful state of mind. Number five, stop worrying. Mm, I wonder if the Bible says anything about that. All right. Number six, appreciate the small things. Number seven, which this is very good one, surround yourself with positive people. Number eight, laugh more. As uh, I get to this time of season and this year, I constantly reference Buddy the Elf and, and he helps me to laugh in the Christmas season. So laugh more. Number nine, love more. And clearly the Bible talks about love and loving each other, loving one another, loving fellow man. Number 10, find bliss in a bucket. Let me read this one because I'm confusing me. Each time I complete one of these check boxes, there is a moment. Sometimes it only lasts a flash or a second, but on the lucky days, it lingers for minutes or hours. It's a moment, a fleeting moment where I can honestly say that I've found bliss. It's every part of you, from your fingers to your toes, nearly bursting with light and full with purpose. It's the amazement, pride, triumph, and overwhelming sensation of purest self-love. It's your entire perspective changing after seeing the world from a different lens. It's the feeling of feeling completely in the moment. It's being alive. Number 11, plan your happiness. And that was the final step. So there you go. Success.com. Go ahead and check it out if you want. Uh, I'm going to get blissful right now. I'm going to open up Oh man, that's a that's a Mountain Dew that you guys just being heard open on the podcast. And I take a sip of it and now I'm in bliss. All right. So there you go. There's the definition of joy. And there from the world's perspective or a successful perspective, that's what they tell us that we can do to get joy. But really, guys, it, it's funny. And the reason I always look at those secular articles and search that out because it's so, so funny that the answers to life can be found in God, in Jesus, and specifically in his word. So I want to help you find joy in Jesus and find joy this holiday season. So listen, there are loads upon loads upon loads of verses that I could give you regarding joy, but let me just give you a few. These 12 podcasts of Christmas are meant to be maybe a little bit shorter than our normal podcast, but we just want to get you in the Christmas spirit. And one of the things that gets you in the Christmas spirit is being joyous, right? So here we go. Psalm 16, 11. You make known to me the path of life. 
You fill me with joy in your presence, with eternal pleasures at your right hand. Okay, so here's the foundational thing. If you want to get joy this Christmas season, you don't get it in Mexico. Well, yeah, you could get it in Mexico, or you don't necessarily get it through stuff. But I love the simple phrase that this psalmist has said. He says, fill me with joy in your presence. All right, I know I'm a pastor, podcaster, different things, husband. But, you know, I, there is, for me, there is nothing like Sunday morning. I'm a worship leader as well. There's nothing like when I put on my guitar, I begin to strum and play that guitar, and I begin to sing, and I begin to worship Jesus, and I just get in his presence. Can I tell you, just it's amazing how the things of this world fade, the cares, the struggles, the frustrations, and when I'm just in the presence of God, it's a it's a peaceful place. It's a great place. It feels good. But one thing that is found in the presence of God is joy. And so the psalmist has said, you fill me with joy when I get into your presence. So can I encourage you? You need a little bit more joy, Mr. Krabby Pants. You need a little, Mr., a little more joy, Mr. Bah Humbug or Mrs. Bah Humbug. Get in the presence of God. How do you do that? Well, you, yes, you can do that on your own, but go to church. Get in the presence of God. Worship Jesus. Just spend more time with him and with people that know him in his presence, and you will just be a more joyous person by that alone. All right? Get in his presence. Secondly, Psalm 19, 8. The precepts of the Lord are right, giving joy to the heart, the commands of the Lord are radiant, giving light to the eyes. Now, this is not going to sound maybe like the most fun thing in the world to some people, but you know how you can get joy in life? By following and obeying God. I was listening to a sermon the other night at another church. It was actually at a Catholic gathering that they invited me to. I am not Catholic. I, I love the Catholic church. don't have any beefs, any qualms with them. But it was at a Catholic event that I was invited to as a local pastor in the community that I serve. And the speaker that night talked about, uh, read from these different articles where there's loneliness and lack of joy in the world today. And here we are in America. We're so blessed. We're so prosperous. We're so rich. We have everything, but we don't have joy. And it, part of the reason just simply is because there are so many people. Yes, there's joy in Jesus, but there's joy in following and obeying Jesus. Because here's the thing that I've discovered as a pastor just and as a Christian in general is there's a ton of people that if you walked up to them and said, you got Jesus or do you know Jesus? Have you invited Jesus in your heart? Uh, lots of people say yes to that question, but I'm not for sure that a lot of people live for Jesus and follow Jesus and his commands because in doing that, there is great joy. Man, I the other day I was out shopping and trying to be sensitive to this story, but saw someone that I know that has just been so in and out in their relationship with God and just struggling and kind of waffling and uh, anyway, not trying to put down the person, but I just noticed that there's such a lack of joy in that individual's life because they're not consistently following God. And when you don't do that, you're not going to have joy. There you go. There it is. So when you follow Jesus, you get joy. Psalm 33, three, it says, sing to him a new song, play skillfully and shout for joy. All right. So what do we like to do in Christmas? Whether you are a Christian, a non-Christian, whatever path you find yourself on, what do we like to do? 
we like to sing. We like to sing during Christmas, don't we? We hear the Christmas songs every every year. People are releasing Christmas album after Christmas album after Christmas album. And some of the songs that I love, I'm getting sick of because I'm like, ugh, I'm sick of the same Christmas song. But there is no denying that the one thing the world likes to do in general uh, is sing, but specifically during Christmas, we like music, is we like to sing. And I want to tell you something. When you sing and you sing to Jesus, it will bring you joy. So I encourage you this Christmas holiday season, spend some time singing, sing, not just singing in general, general, not like, like the other day when I was walking through the store and I heard Santa baby, Santa baby, uh, no, that, that's not singing to the Lord. Okay. So, uh, a uh, whole awkward moment on the podcast, but sing to the Lord, sing joyfully to the Lord and he will bring you joy. All right, next one, Psalm 51 verse 12. It says, restore to me the joy of your salvation and grant me a willing spirit to sustain me. Here's what I was awakened to as I read this particular scripture that I think is so, so true. All right, I don't know that this could be debatable if I sat down with probably a table full of other different pastors of different you know, theological mindsets. But here's what I do believe is that you can lose your joy. As a Christian, as a follower of Jesus, you can let the circumstances, the situations, the things that are going in your life so overwhelm you that you can lose joy. Well, why do I believe that? Because the Psalms is here, he was saying, restore to me the joy. Restore to me joy. I don't have joy right now. I'm not, fe- I'm not feeling joy and I want joy. Maybe, just maybe, you need to ask Jesus to restore joy into your life this holiday season. And guess what? This, the writer of this Psalm, David, he got it back. So I believe that you can lose it, but I believe that you can get it back as well. All right. A few more. James 1 verse 2 says, consider it, and this is going to be really a tough pill to swallow. Some of you have heard this one before, but it says, consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds. This this is one of these scriptures that like, when you're walking through it, that you hate to read this scripture, right? (laughs) This is a scripture that's very annoying when you're really walking through it because you're like, what? I'm supposed to consider a trial joy. You know, when I've gone through the obstacles, listen, uh, one of the holiday stories that we share in our family is my daughter, Gabrielle, who was born very premature, nearly lost her life, had a lot of physical issues in her first beginnings, her first three months, specifically her first year. And there wasn't a lot of joy there, but yet the Bible was telling me to have joy. And here's a little bit of a secret I think that helps me as I now think about this is that there's not joy in the situation. So for example, it's like, well, my mom is dying of cancer. Are are you supposed to, I almost want, you know, when I was first processing this, I'm like, God, are you telling me I'm supposed to have joy over that? And I believe the answer is no, you're not taking joy in the situation, but you're taking joy in the truth and the reality that your God is in control of that. And that's what I think is unlocking that scripture to make 
to help make more sense, right? Is that like, okay, I'm not going to celebrate that I'm bankrupt right now. I'm not going to celebrate that I am significantly in debt or whatever. I'm just throwing out random situations, but I am going to rejoice that, and I'm going to take joy in the reality that I'm going to follow Jesus, that I'm going to worship him, that I'm going to find myself in his presence. And I know that he is in control and he is greater than all these things. And I think in regards to that, when we take on that perspective, again, I'm sure we're not going to be feeling like, yay, this is so awesome, but we will be able to have joy. Amen. All right. A couple more for you. And this last one is just regarding the fruit of the spirit. And I thought this was awesome as well. Check this out because joy is a fruit. It, it's supposed to be something that is evident and seen in someone who follows Jesus. Here's what the Bible says. It says, consider pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds. I just read that one. Sorry. Okay. Galatians 5, 22 to 23. I just, I think the Lord wanted you to hear it again. All right. But the fruit produced by the Holy Spirit within you is divine love and all its varied expressions. And here's the first one, joy that overflows, peace that subdues, patience that endures, kindness in action, a life of virtue, faith that prevails, gentleness of heart and strength of spirit. Never set the law before these qualities, for they are meant to be limitless. The translator has chosen to put, and there's just a little side note here, it says the translator has chosen to supply action to these virtues, for they are not meant to be abstract virtues, but made visible with actions. Joy is a noun. Joy is a verb. Joy is this active thing that is supposed to be seen and evident. And even, shall I say, they are meant to be. I love how the scripture poses it here, that it's supposed to be limitless. There is no limit to the joy that we can experience or that we can express. All right. And finally, we're going to wrap it up here, guys. Galatians 5, to 24. But what happens when we live God's way? What happens? He brings gifts into our lives much the same way that fruit appears in an orchard. Things like affection for others, exuberance about life, serenity. And I'm reading the same one in a different translation, okay? We develop a willingness to stick with things, a sense of compassion in the heart, and a conviction that a basic holiness permeates things in people. We find ourselves involved in loyal commitments, not needing to force our way in life, able to marshal and direct our energies wisely. Legalism is helpless in bringing this about. It only gets in the way. Among those who belong to Christ, everything connected with getting our own way and mindlessly responding to what everyone else calls necessities is killed off for good, crucified. So when we live God's way, and the reason I read that last one in the message version, it just simply says, when we live, but when we live God's way, we can expect joy. So I want you to get your expectations up and I want you to seek the Lord. I want to, I want you to find yourself in God's presence. And one thing that I want you to experience, to expect and to express this holiday season is joy. Guys, thank you for joining us here on part one of the 12 podcast of Christmas on the Grace Point Daily Podcast. God bless you guys. Live, experience, express joy this holiday season. We'll talk to you next time.